0: All right, welcome to another edition of Blues Views 324. I'm Dan. Harris is right next to me. Happy Thanksgiving week. We weren't going to record on Thanksgiving week, but a big news dropped out today, this afternoon, around one-ish. A bombshell. Um, The Giants relieved uh, Jason offensive coordinator Jason Garrett from his offensive coordinator job. Um, So... Um, unfortunately, the last 26 games was very lackluster, to say the very least. We'll get into it a little bit later on. Harris, how's it going? Uh, it's, it's been a crazy day in Giant land.
1: Yeah, well, after last night's performance, which we're going to get into as well, um, the Giants didn't really have a choice. They couldn't stick with Jason Garrett after that performance and the entire season. So. Right. There's.
0: Yeah, there's six... There's six was, games or seven games left. Re- regardless, it, it had to be made. I know a lot has been going on lately. Like, a lot of people, like, when this happen during the bye week? Which is rightfully so, but we're coming off a win, so you can't really fire them then and there. And then last night, just another lackluster offensive performance. And it's just... It was
1: pathetic, pathetic and...
0: A lot of people can say that Jason Garrett is obviously more of a scapegoat firing, but it's something that had to be done just watching. Like I, I sent out the tweet last night. Um Jones had last night was more on Jones than Jason Garrett. Um me personally you. That's fair. It. Um, because Jones just was missing a couple throws, missing day one reads, and you're just like, Come on, man, something's yeah, gotta yeah. give like
1: You said the first drive that one miss when he missed Galladay going into the end zone, that set the whole team back from that point, you know?
0: And then with another thing that was frustrating was the Jason Garrett part of things where for whatever reason, they just, they finally got their weapons playing and everything like that. And then they don't get the key guys contributing or getting any sort of targets or, or rhythm. Like you, right. you gave Kenny Gallaud a seventy-two million dollar contract for the next couple of years, and what he only have two targets the whole entire game. That yep. that that stuff shouldn't happen. Right. And then uh, Tony had a lot of targets last night, but a couple plays that like it could have been better, more input output, I should say. Um, it's just it's just like one of those weird things. It's just for whatever reason. We couldn't get it going with Jason Garrett, and Jason Garrett couldn't unlock the potential of this offense.
1: And there's no explosive plays, Dan. We have it, and we have explosive players, which is the most frustrating part. And right, you said the offensive line is obviously a part of it, but at some point, you know, you need to, you need to make a change. And Garrett is not getting it done. He runs. It's a it's a three
0: headed monster. Obviously, maybe four if you count. Well, five if you count uh Judge and Gettleman. It's just. Right. It's just like it's just unfortunately for Garrett um, obviously a lot of fans are happy about this news and we are we're pretty happy because it's just it yeah, should I have happened you. we it this should have happened in uh, February January February when we knew for whatever reasoning I I know it was a covid season last year was weird and crazy that's why we probably gave him another chance but we just right away we got bad vibes and from last season and it's just bad, bad vibes. And it's just like, for whatever reason, we just like, he just couldn't get it going. And, and like, and that's the most frustrating thing. You and me are more considered uh, Daniel Jones guys for, for better or worse. We're I know we've been for, yeah. very sour on him and rightfully so. But after seeing what he did his rookie year, and then pr- degressing the last two seasons under Garrett, it's just very sad and alarming. And it's just like, it's like, damn it, man! It's like, yep. it's just.
1: Damn, one of the things going into the season we said was that this is um, Daniel Jones' second season with the same offensive coordinator. Right, so we we're hoping that continue that con- continuity with Garrett would propel him in this third year. And as you, as we see, the second year, it's not getting better. It's getting worse. The same story. And that's kind of why I think the nails in the coffin for Garrett because it's not working out with Jones in this offense. And the last seven games, it's, it's his audition, you know, because we're going to be picking at the top of the draft and we don't know what kind of quarterback, quarterback prospects is going to be out there. But if Jones doesn't show us something in the last seven games, we need to know this, you know.
0: His saving grace, uh, Dan Jones' saving grace is as of right now, on November twenty third. There isn't that QB class that is like, holy crap, we need a tank for that guy to get it. So, we we know that quarterbacks always pop up in the middle of March and April during the combine and player um, drills at their. A given schools so it's gonna be interesting to see what happens in the next six seven games of daniel jones and even hell even judge this is oh, yeah. this is this is clearly all right i'm playing for my i'm coaching for my job because i'm going with one of my best friends in the industry in freddie kitchens and if i'm gonna go down i'm gonna go swinging with my guys so
1: another one of the biggest things i wanted to say is that judges is, is Hugely a fault for all of us, by the way. Oh, one
0: hundred, it, it, one
1: hundred percent. he's the one that approved of you know the Garrett hiring. He, he's allowed Garrett to do what he's done the last you know the last two years. So his right. name's on the line as well. It's a hundred percent judge Gettleman, like you said. It's it's all them involved, in and this and, is, and for
0: the most part, I think everybody's in agreement, unless it's like epically bad the remaining games of the season that judge. Most likely, will be coming back. More than likely, he'll be coming back because it's just like how many coaches, how many. This will be the third time getting rid of a coach in their second season with the Giants, and it's and it, it and it starts with the top with the Maras and and Tishes, and it's just it's the seventies all over again, and it's just what happened to our once proud franchise man it's like in imba- like listening to the fan all day long i i was just listening to the fan at work because it was just all right i i knew something i had some weird feeling something was going to happen today because just joe judge what he was saying in the press conference last night just rolling over jason garrett and just just the vibes and just everybody calling into the fan and and everybody talking it's, on the fan. It's just like
1: it's it's yeah. sad. And I think last night is it could be the start of a domino effect unless this team. Yeah, it, to, it looked like
0: they gave up and at certain parts. it looked like
1: they gave up. And yep. I'm saying, Garrett, right <sighs> I don't think I think this could just be the beginning. Depends how the season ends because yeah, this fan base is still going to want blood, and I'm not sure if Judge will survive if we don't win. Maybe four, you know, four and three down the stretch. I think he needs a good finish, actually. To be honest,
0: yeah. Um, other than tonight, uh, last night, I should say Monday night. The schedule looks promising. Obviously, we're the New York Giants, so nothing is given or granted. But as the scheduling goes, it's division. We're playing all our division. We're playing the Eagles twice. We're playing the Redskins the last game. Oh, sorry, the Washington football team the last week of the season. And we're playing Dallas. It's it's a lot of games that we're like, okay, this is something to build on at, at, towards the end of the season for 2022. And there I say, if we get hot enough and maybe find a way into the seventh seed, obviously three and seven, we're, we can't even think about that right now. But,
1: right. yeah. it's you get a win, yeah
0: it's one of those things and and you're playing the bears, you're playing the dolphins, you're going to LA to play the chargers who are a pretty decent team but a team that isn't they're they're a very beatable team if if you get the right game plan towards it. And especially hopefully you get Saquon going after it's just got to get the guys healthy and ready to play and just get them in the right spots and Use your weapons, man. And like that's, that's the one thing I hope. I know it's gonna weapons. be the same playbook, but we gotta open it up more. We it this is right it it has to happen. That one drive where Dan the first opening drive, we knew right away that that night last night was gonna be a long night. Just we Daniel we scored missing 10,
1: we scored 10 points on and one was a gift wrap. We got the ball on the four-yard line. Yeah. Besides and, that, the entire night it was just so maddingly uh, i can't even put it into words this yeah it positive. felt like
0: we we're in an uphill battle and and it was only a 17 10 game and that's the most frustrating thing about it
1: and At some points and third downs, we were like we we're um hustling up to the line of scrimmage with like you know a few seconds left on the play clock just so it was just a very bad operation on all fronts and
0: yeah and then that fourth down uh rushing yeah, up to the, the clock long. and then colin johnson's our only wide receiver and as a bootleg out <laughs> just like it's <laughs> rough. it was a rough
1: Danilovsky, one. Danilovsky showed the one play where there right. were three receivers in the same exact area there was right. nowhere for jones to go with the ball and that was a play that was drawn up for a critical you know critical play in that game so
0: yeah, yeah. no it's it was just another one of those nights um Defense didn't play great either. It was the typical bend don't break game plan, and they took They're advantage of it. Game,
1: they kept them in the game though until them. we were in the game, you
0: know? No, definitely. Know. And Unfortunately, Brady just see low. like that's the difference between Brady and Mahomes right now. Brady was taking everything the Giants were giving him, and right. like they could have they could have blow us out. Honestly, the last. T- half of the fourth quarter Gabbert came in So Thankfully uh, Arians Pulled off The the, the reins a little, Pulled the reins off A little bit For the fourth quarter Could have been a lot worse Than 30 to 10 So Yeah It's It's Thanksgiving week Obviously Giants are 3 and 7 That's n- n- Looking very grim But um, We're not going to be Obviously recording The rest of the week So we are Facing the Philadelphia Eagles in a divisional matchup at MetLife Stadium on Sunday. Fan.
1: I don't want to see Philly. It's fans gonna be. It's
0: either. gonna happen. Unfortunately, um, they're riding high right now. They, 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 are on the hottest of hot streaks. They're four and six, just waiting to get over five hundred, and they're finding ways. Siriani. Suri- that's the coach's name.
1: Siriani. Yep.
0: Yeah. So he's he, – they're finding ways to get Jalen Hurts, who everybody thought he wasn't an NFL quarterback, and he was just a product of Alabama and Oklahoma. And I like Hurts actually. I always liked like Hurts, too. Um, he's finally playing well. Their, their their formula is right now running, run, 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 run with Jordan Howard and Boston – giant killer Boston Scott's probably going to be back for them. Always finds a way to kill us,
1: and they have legit number one in Devonta Smith. As and well.
0: Devonta, yeah, and and Smith's just been killing it, uh, with them the last couple weeks and two years. So it's gonna be a typical game first Philly. It's gonna be a bloodbath. It, and the Giants gotta find ways to get off the field, um, play tough, open it up a little bit with Freddie Kitchens. We saw what, what happened. Do
1: you to see? What do you expect with Freddie Kitchens this week?
0: Um, honestly, I'm hoping what, I, I hope we saw what, see what we did in the, the Browns game last year. And that was with Colt McCoy. Like it wasn't anything special. It wasn't earth shattering, but they did push the ball up the field a little bit more. And then hopefully now that it's with Daniel Jones and no, not Colt McCoy, granted Colt McCoy has two wins this season with the, the Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, that's what I'm hoping for. Just opening up the playbook, it's gonna be the same. St- most likely, gonna be mostly the same. Obviously, you're not changing a whole- complete playbook. Uh, this late into the season, right, obviously. A
1: but a week as well. But...
0: Yeah, the, the but the playbook. Obviously, the NFL playbooks are so thick and and deep that you can definitely find different plays that. Oh, we haven't done this. Let's let's do X, Y, and Z from this package. Let's take it from that package. Like, I thought the game plan on the first drive was really good offensively until Jones missed a couple throws and reads. And and then for whatever reason, they just stopped being different and just not sticking to that game plan, which always drives me nuts. Like, right. where's the adjustments? You know what I mean? Like, all right, they know it's going to come, but like, all right, let's hit them with another package of certain things. And they tried with uh, Tony with another throw. Unfortunately, uh, slain got caught up with the, the DB's legs, and they took the flag off. And that would have been that. that was some throw.
1: Tony, he threw a beautiful ball. That yeah, man. A tight spiral.
0: Yeah. You know? So, yeah. No, it's going to be a typical division game. Obviously, it's only Tuesday, so I'm not going to say yes or no in like scores. It's just the Giants need to continue to keep it going they need to just get it going they just gotta right. just keep playing you're playing in the division it's just yeah you gotta play for pride and just play with pride play with guts you're at home just don't get embarrassed
1: we gotta hate we need a win here just to get the, the tide rolling back in our favor because this right. fan base is gonna revolt and I, I honestly i'm with them i can't yeah i can't keep it in anymore i am mean, it's so it's so frustrating
0: yeah, no, I'm with you, man. I'm, I'm with you. So,
1: On a personal her- level, how excited are you for Sunday?
0: I'm pretty excited, especially for halftime. It's going to be interesting. Right. I got the itinerary for... I don't know exactly what I'm doing yet, but I got the itinerary now. I have to be at MetLife for 7.30 hours. Holy hell. Yeah, something you wouldn't be able to do. But, yeah. So, it's I'm going to be at MetLife 7.30 in the morning, uh, ready to go. I have to be at the the gates at the stadium for whatever practice they are going to have us do. Get out, hang out with some people. I know a lot of friends from Talking Giants family that are going to be coming. Bobby Skinner is coming up from Florida. Um, Mr. Brownstone is coming up from North Carolina. And West is coming from Pennsylvania. So we're going to have fun uh, with them. And obviously I'm going to be in J8 as well, but I'm going to be stopping by. um, Talking Giants hasn't Uh, announce where they're going to be I know where they're going to be but I'm not the one going to be telling everybody Uh, so be on the lookout from Justin Bobby and obviously the Talking Giants uh, uh, feeds for that but have fun happy Thanksgiving enjoy the food enjoy the football go Raiders Um, (laughs) and uh, have a good one go Giants
1: go Giants